Podcast, you can't win. Talking a good game, you can't win. Topics never lame, you can't win. Win, 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 win. win. Watch your average Joseph. Marvelous. It's ridiculously funny. I'm Marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the Particle Sun. So let's start the show. Like, comment, subscribe. All, all of the above. You're seeing these faces and stuff. You're seeing them on YouTube. If you're hearing the kid sounds a little nasally and stuff, but sorry, the man sounds a little nasally because I got my gray hairs coming in. I'm it's trying to compete. In, it's coming in. Trying to compete with not your average over here. You have particlesons.com. All streaming platforms possible. That's it. We out here. So let's get the talking. Let's get the cracking. Now, Smooth and I, we were just having a conversation about. The 80s, what is it? 80s baby. 80s babies, 70s child. 80s babies, 90s, and then two, what is it? So <laughs> I was born in two. Okay, so I was born right. in 1985. Right. With me being born in 1985, that makes me an 80s baby. Makes you an 80s baby. Okay. Yeah. Now my consciousness and everything like that popped up more in the 90s. Right. Because I want to say, yeah, same thing you were saying before. I've listened to music and all some type of other things and stuff for her, but now my brain starts to lock in certain type of things. Right, right. Right? So I want to say, like I can remember from 90, I would be in kindergarten. Chris Cross was pumping and stuff like that. You know, MC Hammer can't touch this. Yeah, yeah. And all those type of things and stuff in that type of era, like I lock in more to the 90s. Right, right. Right? But... I identify with the 2000s because they have a 2000s party. If they have an 80s party, yeah, because I love music, 80s, 90s, I'm there. Right, right. Because I, I remember those grooves and stuff that are, you know, I like the way you kiss me when I'm playing the kissing game. Mother sucker. It was but, a game. <laughs> that was a real life, Marv. It was a game. We're going to get to that we'll kissing get, question. We'll get to We're going to get to that. We'll get to it. But I'm saying like to 2000s. Yeah. Play this. If I go on YouTube and type in like a 2000 hip hop R&B mix. Right. I'm probably going to know every song. Yeah. Because I probably yeah. don't party to every song. Yeah. Like I went to like all age parties to like I was too young to go to grown ass parties but I got in. Those establishments are changed so they can't get sued anymore. <laughs> Appreciate the them. Because <laughs> I remember like I went to a few places and stuff like, in, you know, in, in Cleveland and they put like a big ass X on your hand. They're like, you can go party, but you, but can't, you can't drink. drink. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. Drink. So I look like, ah, you there, older person that I came with, buy me a drink. Bar. Bar for you. <laughs> buy me a drink. And I keep that hand in the pocket while I sip my beer and sip whatever <laughs> drink. So, so for you, you were born in? 70s. 71. 74. 74. Right. Add five years to that, 79. Right. So just at the cusp of the 80s. They got a freaking word you know, again. You know, <laughs> the cusp is just just breaking into the 80s. Cut the shit. <laughs> so you are a 70s baby though, because I want to say your I'm consciousness a, came I'm, before yeah. the 80s came. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a 70s baby and a lot of, you know, I'll be familiar, not probably to the fullest, but slightly. But... I think as coming into my own individualism, yeah, starting to like think for myself and maybe play music for myself, that would probably have started 
mid to mid, yeah, early to mid 80s. Early to mid. So now if I'm picking the own music that I want to hear on the radio as opposed to listening to the parents' music, that I guess would start my influence. Okay. 80s, but like I said, like when by the time I hit high school, it was the 90s. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to places, you're going, you're hanging out with with friends right. more often than than not, right? And now right. it's your, your now your peer is that next level of influence that you got, right? Because right? that's what I was going to say, like yeah, like I was in tenth grade in two thousand, in the year two thousand and stuff like that. So we're going out more, like you know, we're doing our own thing and stuff, right. whatever, of course, and stuff like that. So it's kind of like we know what kind of tunes we're gonna listen to and all the above, yeah. And a lot of a lot of firsts, what what were probably leading you to adulthood happened during that time, right? So it's Definitely. like, yeah, so it's, it's a it's a memorable time for sure. First, like what, like virginity? First virginity. When did you have your first kiss? Because I know you don't like to kiss. No, nah, my first kiss happened before my 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 first anything else. That was public school. What kind of kiss? You know, you know the. The, the the head the, the head shake not side <laughs> no, to side it's not a it's not a French kiss because the French kiss your tongue did all the moving this is the your head did the moving with the <laughs> okay. there's something about you and kissing that shit is always so funny it's always <laughs> funny to me anytime I need to laugh I just think about you and kissing and kissing like <sighs> like what you you why are you anti kiss well, am I anti kiss? Yeah, I don't know. It's just it doesn't seem. It seems too personal. Have you seen too many herpes like <laughs> commercials? Or something? Probably that might be it. Mono was a big thing in in in, in my day, like eighties <laughs> to nineties. Yeah, people were afraid to get him catching mono, and you caught mono. You, you knew people who caught mono. Yeah, I knew people who caught mono, oh. and you caught, caught mono from kissing. I'm pretty sure you could have catch mono from from other means too. But, but I feel like people kiss like all the time. You don't even hear mono no more. No, nah, you don't hear mono. Mono vanished. You don't hear mono no more. We beat mono, man. Yes. Relax yourself. It's mono. time to kiss, man. We beat mono. I'm gonna kiss my wife tonight. Just to make sure. <laughs> Shout out to my my wife. It was her birthday weekend all weekend. So we, we yes. celebrated and we made we made fun and she was happy about it. So yes. let her know that uh you, when you see her online, if those who you Know who she is. Just send her a, a late birthday gift. By the time this hits Tuesday, Tuesday. it'll be far and gone. Man. She's black. Black women yeah, celebrate it, birthdays yeah, it's, for it's like weekends, it's, it's week long or month long, depending on who they are. So for black men, as we spoke about, men, I should shut down after the day. Uh, we we don't we, we don't even no, we wait, wait for wait. somebody else. We hope like sit in the corner, and hope for somebody else to acknowledge it, so we can jump in and celebrate. Yeah, <laughs> I can just imagine like a guy just put the birthday countdown thing on his Instagram. Right, such and such days to my birthday. People are like, he gay, huh? <laughs> really? Is that what you're doing? Wow. You counting down to your birthday? <sighs> you're so vain. That's what women do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so vain. Yep. Let's get to these polls. First poll of the week says, "Are you a super busy person or super disorganized person?" And 60% said super busy person. Um, let me say shout out to the people, the, I guess the 40% that said the disorganized people. I'm yeah. glad you identified that yeah. you, you know, first step is admitting. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that they kind of came to understanding the stuff that. I'm thinking that number is a lot bigger. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> than what the polls suggest. Yeah. Some of y'all are not telling the truth. Hell yeah. Some of you are not telling the truth. Are you busy or disorganized? I'm, I want to say I'm 80% busy and then 20% disorganized. 
you have some disorganization. Yeah, it's, I still have some stuff that I gotta I gotta work on. Um, and then is it more time management? And not ne- I'm gonna say time management, and not necessarily disorganized, mm. but putting putting structure in place that makes time go more efficient. Let's let's say Fair. that. Then. Let's say that. That's yeah. well said. Well said. I don't think I'm that high as yourself. I want to say I'm probably about. I want to say about seventy. Okay. I want to say seventy percent busy, and thirty percent disorganized. Okay, and is that is it the same thing? Is it, is is it disorganized or stuff that you realize you can make more efficient? That okay. <clears throat> because even like working out, right? Working out and stuff like that. we spoke about working out things that you don't you want to do but you got to and stuff like that and right. everything, and I kind of quantified that as. Like, I want to say for myself, I make, this is what I do. So, I have the convenience that I walk to work. Right. Right? So, I wake up, make tea, wait for my tea to get going. To wake up, I'll do a little push-ups, a little dips, and everything like that. Right. Um, Shout out to punk-ass Tay Blue. (laughs) But um, because of that... One of my peoples and stuff, whatever. She's a, she's an R&B singer and stuff, whatever. Her punk ass would be like, yo, you ain't got no ass, yo. Do some squats. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are men allowed to do squats? I, I do it in, I do it in my house by my damn that, self. In the house by yourself? It's like, if, do men eat bananas? Do yeah. straight men eat bananas? Yeah. In my house by my damn self? I feel like at the gym, the only way you could do squats is if you got like a like a set of heavy weights yeah, on yeah, your shoulders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then it's 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 not questionable. No, anymore. I'm squatting in my damn like yeah, to yeah, the so couch, yeah. to the couch, to the bench. <laughs> That's it. Once I feel like my, my butt cheeks damn near touch the damn surface, you just let these come right back up fully straight. Okay, got it. So in the morning, it'll be push ups, dips, like you know, arm dips and stuff. Whatever, off the same chair, right. And then by that time, the tea would probably even got boiling and all that type of stuff. And then I'll drew, like I'll, I'll prep that, hop in the shower. By the time it'll cool down, I'll come out the shower. Okay. Now, I want to say when I very first started doing that, right? Like I felt the difference in my body, right? Like right. I felt like charged. And the mornings that I don't do it, I just feel lethargic mm. for like at least. Probably to like, I want to say the work freight hits. Okay. Because I like to make sure my commute, even if it's walking or driving and stuff like that, whatever, um, like I have some food in my system, a little nice tunes and stuff like that to kind of get me into a vibe, you right. know? Yeah. So I think when I got to work and stuff, whatever, after like those days where I didn't do anything, I felt it. I was like, what was different? And I was like, I didn't do shit this morning. So I'm like, am I still on the tired wave? Because... That would have gave me a little extra little pep, a little yeah. boost. Yeah. So with my morning shower and that, I kind of come alive. Right? And Makes then, sense. So for me, my time frame and stuff, whatever, to create more time for exercise and workout, I could do a lot more. I don't have a good sleep pattern. And I always suggest to people and stuff, whatever, they really need to hone in the sleep the older they get. Yeah. I'm approaching 40. Yeah. So I want to make sure and stuff like I try to... I, I end up trying to master my sleep before I'm starting to lose more sleep. Right. And everything and stuff. And I feel like if I was to implement probably some more workout going to like the the evening, like after work or something like that, it would probably tire my body down some more. Mm. 
me getting longer duration of sleep, but yeah. I can't. I can't stay asleep. Is do you have to go to a bed a particular time in order for you to stay like sleep for a period of time or past eleven? Past eleven. Past eleven. Yeah. Past eleven. If I fall asleep anytime before like ten, I'm up like two o'clock in the morning like a crackhead. Yeah, yeah. Just staring at shit. I got the same. I got the same problem. Well, old men. Yeah. At least we're not grumpy like the Literally, movie. We're not. Not. Exactly. That's that's a good thing. Bless your heart. <laughs> All right, folks. This segment we like to call Shit Smooth Says. <laughs> Once again, the Shit Smooth Says. So for the next poll of the week, it says, Do you kiss on the first date? I don't kiss on the first date. I'm coming from the age of <laughs> Mono was a threat. <laughs> 57% said yes. 50, 57% kiss on the first date. Kiss on the first okay, date, okay. man. Okay. Clearly they didn't date your ass. No, they didn't date me. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, uh, one of these. Where'd he go? <laughs> Bye! But, okay. I will say, so let me give a shout out, salute to your beautiful, lovely wife. Right. My hero, my soldier, my hero, my heroine. Now, she said she would kiss on the first date. Yeah. So how is it that husband <laughs> saying fuck no and wife saying of course? <sighs> Did we kiss on the first date? She probably leaned in and you were looking at her face. Yes, I probably bought. You're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I but like this. Yeah. I look at the stuff of the vibe. I'm it's all vibe. about a vibe. Whatever, right? Right. And the vibe is going good and all the above and everything like that. Yes. Hmm. I will lean in and stuff. And I'm like, okay, good vibe. We're fully attentive to each other, having conversation, eye contact, all that type of stuff. I got in close a few right, times and right, everything. Right. Um, now, is it flat on the lips kiss? Is it like lip to lip kiss? Or is it lip like to lip. Lip to lip. Lip to lip. Not, no tongue. No tongue. No, no tongue. tongue. I think tongue is... I went on a date one time. Right. And I knew tongue could have popped off. Could have popped off. Because... I went on a date and stuff, whatever. And like, even on that first date, it was just trying to get to know, like, I'm going to ask a surface shit, whatever. Yeah. She came straight. She's like, so what do you do for sex? <laughs> do you jerk it? Or are you fucking someone? Ah. So I was like, right, right. <laughs> that peeled all sorts of layers off and went right to the seed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, I mean, da, 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 da. <laughs> tongue later. Right. Right. So, I don't get like the vibe. And if the date is not going to that level and stuff whatever, I'm not even going to push that. Okay. I'm not even going to push it and stuff whatever. But if, if it's like a... I mean, back in the day, it was, is, it was typical like like a kiss on a cheek when you're saying goodbye. Like, But I mean, me. that was at the same time, like you could kiss during the greeting on the cheek when you're at the first, at the beginning of the date. That was the time. Would you kiss on the cheek since you don't like kissing on the lips? Yeah, kiss on the cheek's fine. You kiss because that I still look at I still look at that as like a greeting. So okay, more you guys, than like you guys, something personal. You guys meet up on the first date, right? At the restaurant, right. she don't trust you. He's still trying to get to know her. Yeah, and you guys both agree to go to the restaurant, right? You see her stuff initially and stuff like that. You kiss and hug, hug, and you know, I guess the hug would kind of. I, I don't know, kind of give give you that 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 key if that like if you can move in and do the side to side kiss. If the hug's a little standoffish, it might just stop at the hug. But it's hard to read women 
Well, even back then, it was hard to read women. But even more so now. now, now today, even more so now today, I think. Ancient change. I I would I would agree with you and stuff for that, but I, I would. I think I just go with the hug. You'd go with the hug. I go with the hug. Yeah. And I give it like a, like an embraceful kind of hug, so it's not like a, like like a you know like what's up my nigga, you know like what are them? Dap and tap it yeah, up. yeah yeah yeah, dap and tap it. Like, just, it's be like, hey, yeah yeah, how are you? Yeah. Wow, you smell nice, right? And everything like that. They be like, all right, release. So then you know, like I said, and then the flow to go of the whole date notion and stuff like that. Just a little, you know, press on the lips. Yeah, that's it. Not in your world though, yeah, but not in my world. So you don't. You don't kiss fuck buddies either, stuff like that. Like, how is it? No, uh, no, fuck buddies. Fuck no buddies. smooch, no cooch. No. Like, you know, that, that, yeah. like, you don't care. Like, what am I getting all romantic for? Man? <laughs> 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 That's not what we're here for. <laughs> you, the, okay. romance, the romance date and the romance kiss. That's, that's, that's something that's been established over a period of time. You have to preheat the oven before you stick anything in there. Yeah, you know that, course, right? Yes. How do you preheat the oven if you're not going to kiss? With my handy helpers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> so your head's way over here. Way up here. My twisting knobs. Not, diddly skittles. You know what it is too? And a lot, a, lot, a lot of heavy breathing through the nostrils and the warmth, the warmth air on the on the neck and the ear. But you, don't need, you don't need to kiss, brother. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. You don't need to kiss. I'm telling you. I'm so glad Marv's not going to get cussed yeah, out for this episode so, too so much. Glad you're not I, I, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, at times, I kind of like when they make you into villain oh, of the yeah, week. Me into the villain of the week? Because they always expect me to be villain of the week and they look like, well, damn, we didn't think Marv was that wild, yeah, but uh, yeah, here is somebody yeah, to beat him. Listen, man. Kiss. You got to break my inner circle to get one of Song those. says, you kiss me when I'm playing the kissing game. Hey, he put game at the end, man. You I can't fucking take, I can't take him serious. Oh, my God. Oh <laughs> I can't take him gosh. serious. What happens when you're serious? Is it still a game? Are you still kissing? Yes. I mean, there was a lot of women out there with mono. A lot of men, too. <laughs> You are a seventies baby. I'm a we 70s, beat mono in my time. I'm a seventies baby. My time we sure. beat mono. I'm a uh, mono. Do you know, do you ever wish that you didn't know some of the things that you knew? Like even like like the whole ignorance is bliss. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What was that recently? Like the last thing for you? Uh, um, certain food. <laughs> Monsieur, please explain. Well. Nowadays, it just seems like everywhere you go on IG, somebody's some health conscious nut. So they're always bringing up something uh, that's like detrimental of a food that you grew up loving. Yeah. Um, but of course. Oxtail? You talking about the oxtail? The, uh, the oxtail post. <laughs> Yo, you're holding on to that, boy. The oxtail post, man. I'm like, what y'all have against oxtail? Talk about it, man. Talk about it. Tell, tell us how you felt when they fucked with one of your favorite listen, dishes. Listen, I agree. And it's a love-hate relationship with oxtail because I remember growing up as a kid, like my, my mom would cook it and she would go to the, the, the butchers and she would get it for free because it was discarded Must meat. Must be in the 70s. Yeah. It was discarded. <laughs> no way 80s. Discarded meat. Nobody, nobody thought that... It could be a delicate testament. I think, I mean, pretty much it, it's slave food. If we think about it, it is. it's it's slave food, it right? Is. So 
you know what? We just got to put handiwork to it and make this shit taste good. And it's always tasted good to me. So now, once Caucasians started frequent, frequenting Jamaican restaurants and realizing, hey, this shit is good. This shit is good. Now it's become something that's more popular. Now it's the butchers like shit. I can't just be giving this away now. I got to be selling it. To now, it's one of the most expensive pieces of meat that you could possibly buy. That's crazy. I always look at the stuff as where... <clears throat> okay, let me ask you this. What other slave food do you think probably transcribed to be now up there in price? Besides oxtail? Hmm. That's a good question. Because... And this kind of goes into like the whole contentment. Right. Happiness and contentment thing and stuff, whatever too, right? Right. Because I look at it stuff as where black people for centuries, especially under the slave trade time and stuff, whatever, were giving scraps and they made the best of out it. Out of it, right. They made something out of nothing. Right. And now it got them to that point where it's looking like, oh, and I always think about Paul Mooney's line and stuff, whatever. Like, yo, when white people like some shit, they gonna come and take it from you. <laughs> and here comes Oxton now, Oxford, whatever. They, they start liking it and everything like that. And I look at stuff like, I feel like chitlins is a slave food. I don't fuck with chitlins personally. Right. I was gonna say chitlins, but is it not, is it at the point now where it's like gone surpassed slave being slave food and enjoyed by the masses, or is it still like? It's still like like a black down south thing or a black southern thing. Some people in the north and stuff do it too, but um, I guess they they have origins from the south, right? Not my forte and not my circles and stuff that I've been in. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I went to somebody's house. I know in seventh grade when I was living in Miami, I went to this guy's house and stuff, whatever. And his parents were getting ready to cook it because I think it was getting close to the holiday time, right? And that house smelled like hot. Ass and like burnt leather. What what exactly is pig intestines? Okay, all right. Makes so sense. like, you guys, that what we consider what Jamaicans would consider tripe, or along the similar along the similar lean needs? Close, Close. not 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 entirely to me because I think tripe and stuff, whatever, is more the lining okay. of the cow. Okay. And then this is more like the straight intestine, a large intestine right. tubing. Right. So they cut it, clean out all the shit. Right. And everything like that. Then they do their thing and stuff. But the cleaning out. Yeah. 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 Yo, that house didn't smell fun. Like we walked in, I was like, ooh, why your house smell like this? Whatever. And they're like, oh, they're making chitlins. I'm like, the fuck is that? So they just buy the like the raw intestines with shit already in it. And then they got to... Because I think most of the... Like, I'm assuming most of those butchers and stuff that do mess with that and everything like that, whatever, it might be those throwaway parts like you're saying. Right. But I think it'd be a situation where, like, these are the butcher butchers, not like a grocery store type of thing. So yeah. they will cut and dice and say, keep this, use this, trash this. Right. And I guess they probably just cut it in segments. Right. And then wrap it up on that little styrofoam tray with the plastic. Yeah. Because it's just like shrimp. Yeah. Some of the shrimps and stuff, they don't come de-vein. And some shrimps and stuff, whatever, I always call like the, the shit, with the shit backs. Some people don't clean out the front. Oh. I clean out the front and the back. So a lot of people don't realize that front need cleaning. The front need cleaning too. <laughs> the front need cleaning too. You know, but I, I look at stuff, whatever, I'm like, and some people just don't do it. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, I guess they don't give a damn. So they might be the chitlin eaters. <laughs> 
<laughs> chitlin of the sea? That's a chitlin Ew. of the sea. That's a chitlin of the sea. <laughs> don't say that. I don't want to eat shrimp no more. What do you say The chitlin of the sea. <laughs> Yuck. Uh, uh, Bastard. Did it ruin uh, it for me now? Oh, <laughs> man. I don't know. Because I, I, like, I look at like certain things that I wish I didn't know that I knew and stuff, whatever, is I want to say pertaining to like, let's say black history. Uh, let's say this. I saw Roots one time when I was younger. Okay. I think sometime not too far from that because Roots was a double VHS. Right. So old school. Uh, Roots and then I think I saw Mississippi Burning like oh, close was, yeah, by it that was a deep movie right and something else something else is the footer probably somebody must have mentioned that whatever like I was mentioning conversation right and they must have mentioned like another movie is Time to Kill Time to Kill Time to Kill when mm-hmm. they raped Samuel Jackson's daughter yeah Well, after like those three flicks and then get like a little lesson from like older relatives and stuff like that, like how, you know, I had white friends when I was younger. I still have white friends to this day, but at right. that time and stuff, whatever, like two particular, Shul to Eric and Matthew, they were two brothers and stuff yeah. that kind of lived right. They, they played with all the black kids because right. there was no yeah. black kids who lived in the hood. Yeah. Right. And I looked at them a type of way for, for a bit. Mm. Cause you know what you know now, it kind of, yeah, fuck with your psyche and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So, and I realized that I probably didn't treat them the best for a while, because of it, right. right? And there's a lot of things and stuff. Whatever. I have friends who are quote unquote woke now, you know, as older adults and everything. You know, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. my, our my, our peoples. Mm. Every now and then, it'd be like, yo, oh, you want to wear that because it represents the colonizers. <laughs> You know, the ones that go in like that, like, yo, chill. Like, you know, they're not all bad. No. They're not all bad and stuff, no. whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you can't yeah. fry them with... And a lot of them is that have been as dumb to history as we have been. Yeah, yeah. like, I look at it as stuff as that. If you identify, and this is for the non-black folk, if you identify that you do have a little privilege against people who don't have it as good as you, right. you're good enough to me. Yeah. Because I want to say your, your awareness and stuff is at least there. Yeah. Some people stuff that just... Blinded to the fact. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That like, oh, there's no such thing as privilege, there's no such thing as this, whatever, whatever, like the shit and still implements to this day. To this day. So I look at this stuff as where like now I take things with a grain of salt and I do research on myself for right. myself. Right. And then I go back and stuff and then I realize stuff like again, this is maybe a descendant of the person that did all these type of stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you crucify every Caucasian person you meet with the last name Crow? You'd be like, were you related to Jim Crow? Like, no, you you, you shouldn't, right? No, you shouldn't. Exactly. Because yeah. that could have been just a common name, but just one person kind of make it kind of bust through. Right. Like, I know a few kings, like besides like the ones in the family and everything like that. Do I treat them like they're Martin Luther King's descendants? No. 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 So I, I look at it like that, but a lot of things I wish I didn't know that that, part of the racist stuff and the slavery shit. Yeah. I don't want to be dumbfounded or like, you know, flabbergasted when like it finally comes to me. Right. But I feel like I would have it preferred like in different doses, like in smaller doses 
when you when you finally came to that realization, like when you got hit with that, your first hit of it, were you able to look back at certain situations that happened to you that were that were racist, but you just didn't understand that they were racist at the time because you had no yeah, knowledge? Of yeah, course, yeah. of course. Because yeah. if, let's say, that whole Mississippi burning time to kill movie thing with the roots and all this type of stuff. So I was in fifth grade, maybe sixth grade. Right. And then third grade, no, in fourth grade, I got called a black monkey from, I was playing with this girl who was in my class. Right. And her brother, I think, was in like in the fifth grade or something like that, whatever. Yeah. And he called, he's like, get away from my sister, you black monkey. Right. Right. <laughs> shit bounced off me like air. I didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Of course. I didn't know and everything like, because I'm going to say predominantly my area stuff was black. We right. had white friends and right. everything like that. The whole coon concept, you know, porch monkey and all that type of stuff was far from, far removed from my head. Yeah. And everything like that. And I, I think the gym teacher heard, so I think the gym teacher heard and stuff and the gym teacher was like, you know, like grabbed him. Right. And then grabbed me and stuff like that. We didn't grab me aggressively, but grabbed him. He like, it was with Coach Berg. Coach Berg grabbed him aggressively yeah. and like kind of dragged him to the office and it kind of took me to the office and stuff like that. I'm like, I didn't do anything. He said something. I didn't say anything. Right. So then when we get to the office, he's like, you need to apologize to Marvin now. Right? Yeah. So I'm looking like, you're damn right. You need to apologize. I don't know what you need to apologize for, <laughs> fucker, but, it is, but you need to apologize. apologize. Like, damn it. And then they were like, they were... Um, like I guess the secretaries and stuff like that and like the assistant principal I know she was black right right and she heard what was said yeah and she she came over to me like she was an OG she, she like baby are you alright yeah I'm like yeah I'm fine like you know what I'm saying so yeah. she's looking like like you don't have these talks at the house they call my mom Right. My mom, she's a single mom, yeah. hard worker. She's like, the fuck they calling me for at my job? And like, he must have fucked up and did some shit. So now I'm getting shook. And I'm like, I don't think you should call her. They're like, no, no, no we got to call her. Yeah. They explain the situation and stuff like that. And then the school paid for a cab and sent me home. Mm. And then my mom, my mom had a talk and stuff, whatever, because my mom, back in the day, she used to, um, like, my mom has a collective of friends from all over. Right, right. So, one of her good friends, I can't even remember Joshua's father's name and stuff like that, whatever, but he had a son named Joshua. And Joshua and I always used to play together. And he was yeah. Jewish. Yeah. We always play and all the above. And hell, even like one of those classic embarrassing photos, there was a photo of him and I in the tub. Right. We're both in the tub and stuff like that and everything. And I was like, oh shit. Like, we went back, back. We went yeah, back, yeah, back. Yeah. My mom said, I don't care what kind of woman you bring in the house and stuff, whatever. She's like, she can be pink, black, purple, whatever the hell. Yeah. Long as she respects where you come from and loves you, that's all that matters. So my mom was pro-human, and that's how I was raised, and right. that's how I was built. Right. That's how I was. That's how I was raised too. I mean, with my 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 mom and my dad, it was mostly the immediate family that was around me that was black. Of course, I grew up in I grew up in Toronto and in on a, in a neighborhood on a street where. I was maybe one of two or three maybe black families. Mm. And 
the rest were the rest was majority Caucasian. You you had some South South Asian, right? But I mean, so I always I always had a mixture of friends growing up. Always had a mixture of friends growing up, and you know what I mean. So the the early childhood days, majority of my friends were not black, right? And it wasn't until I got into like junior high. You know what I mean? And it's like junior high, there's an amalgamation of different areas coming to one school is when I started realizing, no, there's there's pockets where are considered hoods. That's where most of my people were. And I didn't, like, that was a shock to me. Like, right. That, that, that was, was a shock It was his home, his neighborhood. Right. It was just, it was, I was just, oh, so this is what they mean when they say they're from the, you know, the from the hood. And this is what the hood looks like. It's just one particular set of people, right? I'll tell you what blew my mind even further. So, coming up now in age now, when I was, I want to say, around the age of <clears throat> 17, 18. Okay. When I used to work at Upscale's Barber Salon. Okay. Right? On Western Road. One day, we were just sitting down and we were just talking about the cars that are passing the city. It's funny because we can't go and see three cars passing without a black person being in the car. I was like, wow, shit, shit's changed because it's before, like I said, Western Road itself, that strip was predominantly, predominantly white, right? So you would never see that. Then when I got to about 1920 and I went to go spend... Um, 1920, the year or the dress? The, the, the ages, the ages, oh, okay, ages of, okay. ages of okay, 1920. Gotcha. Yeah. When I left and went to go stay by my aunt in, in Queens, New York, for, I think, I was there for about maybe nine months. And the first time I sat down on the porch outside, it blew my mind because I'm now in a residential neighborhood and everybody's black. I don't see like, and when I say everybody's black, I don't see no like one white person walking. Male person and everything included. Every, every, you know what I mean? It's a, a, a mixture of uh, uh, black and Hispanics, but majority of the neighborhood was blacks, except for the the, the corner store. <laughs> Hassan, Hassan was East Indian. But, but like I'm saying, that was a shock to me because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like I'm used to black people not owning houses where I'm from. Majority of my friends who I knew, who I grew up with, who were black, they all were, they were all from like buildings. Buildings, you know what I mean? It's I had some of them that you know they 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 grew up past the building stage and they moved out to the suburbs. Like mm. Brampton was a, a popular place for for blacks to make that trek, but otherwise, in that in the GTA or within Toronto, Scarborough. Etobicoke, um, downtown, anytime or anywhere I had friends, they were mo- mo- majority in buildings. So when I'm now in Queens, I'm like, yo, black people own homes here. Okay, Say like, it loud. Yeah. I'm black it's and like, I'm proud. It's, and it's exactly like I felt that. Like I felt like, yo, this is like, yo, this is nice. To see this, of course. To witness this, of course. Right. That's why I'm a I'm a big fan of representation because, right. like, when you can 
possibly see yourself in something, yeah, it goes a long way. Yeah, it goes a long definitely way. Definitely does. It definitely does. Yeah, I think one of my boys, he um, I think it's a show called A Warrior. So, so it's my boy Benji. He's Asian. He's right. Thai. <clears throat> and um, I think HBO has a show called A Warrior. I think it's like an early Bruce Lee kind of series or something like that. And he he hyped that thing up crazy. And I was like, yo, it's it's okay, an okay show to me and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But I was like, I get it. It's a representation and stuff because now you can finally relate to possibly right. something and stuff like that where they kind of know and understand like your origin story because it might have been something similar to this. Yeah. And I said it to him, I think like after like I probably got to like the third episode and I said that to him, he's like, that's exactly how it is. Yeah. Because he's like, yeah, like if you're used to picture if you were one of the people that were living in apartments and stuff here, you go stay with relatives that have houses and all of that. You look like shit. It's possible black people to own shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about some of your conspiracy shit? You wish you never knew birds are not real. They're drones. Yeah, that one, that one kind of freaked me out. Just, I, 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 now I look at them to see how long it takes for the wings to flap. <laughs> if they flap at all. <laughs> but I don't see them flap at all. I'm heading inside the house. <laughs> I'm heading inside the house. What about some so so some conspiracy theories? Is there some things you wish you wouldn't you wouldn't know? Like nine eleven wasn't a <laughs> was, was a stage a, attack. Was a, the was Pentagon a, was an inside inside job. Yeah, I, like I, the, the, the Pentagon piece. Like there's no plane left. There's, there's no plane left. There's no plane left. Yeah. You knew the, the, the twin towers got hit by planes. You knew the plane went down and stuff in Pennsylvania and everything like that. A full plane is like disintegrated, yeah. but most of the building is still standing. Yeah, I mean, there's some things you just wish you did. You, because now it's forever gonna until someone one day says, "Okay, this is what really went down." It's gonna forever bother you. Or like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. How you feel about Andrew Tate? <clears throat> what do you know about Andrew Tate now? Um. Well, at this moment, there's a witch hunt, or it Ooh. seems seems to be a, a, a witch hunt. Um, he strikes me as the same as um. Sorry, I can't remember his name. Who passed? Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels. Okay. Where the message, the message is there, and the, and the message. Can be helpful to to most. It's just the delivery. The is delivery, wrong. just just how it's being delivered. I think it shuts down a lot of people from hearing what's actually being said. I think so too. So, <clears throat> Andrew Tate is a four time former kickboxing champion who his father was a black chess master, and I think his mom is British. Okay. So Pops was American, mother is British or English. And and, and don't mean to cut you, but no, for, for a four-time kickboxing champion, you know he he's trained in discipline. There's discipline in him. Hmm. Right? Yes, sir. I mean, whether we don't see it on display or not, he's been this he knows about discipline. Right. Right. Because 
I mean, we were talking a little bit earlier about like, you know, with me doing a little workout thing, it kind of hones your brain and stuff like, you right. know, you think therefore you are, right? right and right. vice versa and stuff. So yeah, he was disciplined very well. Um, I don't think any child of a chess master won't be educated. I wouldn't think so either. Will verse and his brother and himself. Um, I think... Fast forward after the, the kickboxing stuff, he started making a few Trump tweets and rhetoric and stuff whatever, supporting Trump. Right. Then I think he was on Big Brother and I think they kicked him off Big Brother because they heard that he put his hands on a woman and everything like that. Right. And that's when I want to say like the name kind of just starts sticking and going deeper and deeper and stuff into everything. And he's and, and, and he's had a social media presence from back that from, from back, back then. then. Yeah. From right. back then he had a social right. media presence. Now he's at a point where he's bad on platforms. <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> he's bad on the gram. Right. TikTok. TikTok. I believe YouTube. I believe YouTube too. I believe YouTube and stuff for that. So I think he can't directly post content. Right. I think it's more so if he's featured on somebody else's content where you would see him and stuff. Right. And then, but he has his own business too. It would be interesting to know if the content that he's featured on, because YouTube will do something like this. They'll let the content ride, but they won't monetize it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, because I, I know a few people who've had like, content that's questionable and they said yeah uh, YouTube just doesn't monetize those ones mm-hmm. yeah so I think that that might have been more part of his case and stuff for that now to bring everything to in he is the most controversial man right now right now yeah I think if you don't know who Andrew Tate is and stuff whatever I want to say you do live in your own type of world yeah. but him and his message and stuff is a force to be reckoned with right I say that because... I mean, it's at the point right now where they're in the British House of Parliament tabling bills for schools to teach... <laughs> the Tate Theory? De- de- no. De- de- uh, deconstructing Tate and moving them from young, impressionable minds. That. That. Yeah. Because it... it well, we always state the education system and stuff is failing people and stuff in North America, but the British, right. they look like, this motherfucker right here. <laughs> we don't like what he's saying because no. he, he, he's, I want to say, he's he's basically like forming a militia with the young men. Yeah. Yeah. He's forming a militia with the young men and stuff, whatever. Like, I want to say there's good and bad to it. It's a double-edged sword. Right. I feel like they're not focused. No. And more no. honed in to like doing certain type of things and stuff like that. And with the Hustlers University, they're getting paid. Yeah. You've seen some of the checks and stuff. Whatever. Yeah. They're getting checks in like pounds or whatever the hell their currency is. And they're not no small little $50 check a month. They're like some 500 nah, to like, like maybe like, like regular nine to five jobs like five on grand just a month. posting this dude's stuff. Exactly. He got arrested right. in December for the whole thing about allegedly kidnapping and woman and all that type of stuff. Released his brother. Yeah. I think the following day or the day after and stuff and everybody said he was going to hold him for 30 days. Right. This might slow down some of his stuff. Highly doubt it because even just the Hustlers University website itself. Yeah. That right there brings him an income of stuff of over 50K, 50 million, a, you know, a year. Easily. Easy. 
my question to you and stuff is that, like, you know the dangers and stuff of, like, the rhetoric and how, like, you know, certain things could be conveyed yeah. to a non-trained mind. Right. Do you think Andrew people like Andrew Tate can be stopped? No. In today's time? Not in today's time. Especially when, especially when there's ways for the voices still to get out. As much as you're trying to shut it down. I, th- I think I learned that from Trump. I was going to say, I was going to say, what's the difference between Tate and Trump? As I think I learned that from Trump. I mean, look, look how much stuff they banned Trump from. It's, and it's the same situation. Same, same similar ideas where people were just, they would say, okay, well, I'm still going to post my Trump stuff. They weren't even getting paid. <laughs> and you see with Trump's side, I feel like because of Trump, where we're more looking at the political side. Right. So the, um, Georgia Milani types, the um the other lady in France stuff who's coming up to to battle uh, Macron and everything like that. I feel like that we're just looking at stuff on the political side, right? But if you minus the political side, which like that Tater stuff is on, you can basically move the movement because they look like you're not going to run a country. But if he's influencing somebody that might possibly run the country mm-hmm. and stuff, whatever, right? <laughs> I don't think it'd be far off to say Andrew Tate might have launch codes. Listen, it's it, it's when you say that and you think about it, those who are in college and universities, right, mm-hmm. the prestigious ones, they're being their their mind is being trained a, a specific way. Yes, sir. So when they come out into the real world now, and they're ready to take over from the old guard. The old guard had already made sure whatever thoughts is that you're coming up with, they're not far from what we were already thinking in the past. Like so, the like like the Lenins, the Karl Marx, those type of things, the Nietzsche's. When 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 things get when, when ideas of like when they okay when they say like socialism, right? Or when they say like um, Karl Marx, Marxism, and that stuff. Yeah, like, right. Like, like certain things are taught in schools. Right, so you have that you have that understanding, and when you leave, you leave with that understanding, and you go into that the real world setting with that understanding. So, if they're watching it in, in like the universities and colleges, they already know. Okay, he's going to be a Democrat, or he's going to be a Republican, based upon the values that you're being teached. Mm. So when you come out now, they 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 just pluck you. They're ready to pluck you and put you in position and put you in places, right? Mm. But now you got this Andrew Tate who's now, who's from public school or from elementary school all the way up to university level, changing how these men think. So now, while you may think that you have a socialism or a Marxism guy coming, you have a Tateism coming out. Yeah, they, they think they get, some people, even Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast is one of the most popular person and stuff on YouTube. Right. Right, I always feel like Mr. Beast has shares in fucking the YouTube and stuff in itself. Probably does. Come motherfuckers always giving away like I'm giving away a hundred million dollars just for no damn reason because he got that much. Yeah, and he's even you know copying and imitating the Tate theory. We'll call it the Tate theory and stuff in any case and stuff. The way how Andrew Tate does things. Right. So I'm looking like you got influential people themselves trying to pick up what Tate's doing. Yeah, and I know. Salute to this podcast and stuff. Because we always talk about shit before it pop off. And yeah. then when it pop off and stuff, we're like, go check the tape. It's been said. Right. This guy is somebody to be watched. Mm-hmm. Now I think like, 
for this arrest that happened and stuff with the Romania in, in Romania and everything like that. Yeah. I don't know if Andrew Tate could be stopped because I feel like this will fuel more of the fire and this will motivate more of the masses and stuff like that because it's like, oh, that's the guy that we never can hear and stuff or see and all, and all the right, above. Right, right. But this is the guy who has the money telling you, go be something because you're a boy or you're a guy. Chicks aren't going to fuck you because you're broke. Our music and our culture proves that. Proves that, yeah. They got no love for brokies. He's telling you, don't be a brokie. Come work for me. You won't be a brokie. Yeah. And... It's a militia. It's a militia. It's a militia in the making. Yeah. So I'm looking at stuff, I was like, if we can't stop Tate, and then let's say somebody else like takes that theory and then kind of remixes it to more, right. to do more harm and stuff like that, are we screwed? <laughs> I mean, it's depending on how influential the person is, right? I, that's, that's what it really boils down to. I mean, they're not... Listen, they're not stopping Andrew Tate because they think he's misogynistic. Grab her by the pussy. That's misogynistic again. It's against. They're not stopping him because they feel that he's misogynistic. No, they're stopping him because they know he can influence the masses. And it's exactly what you say. They don't, they don't want that. They don't want you listening to him. You're, you're, you're breaking structure. <laughs> <laughs> I think the funniest thing is stuff is that when I went to Google in the autofill in the search bar, yeah, I typed in A N D and 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 he was the second thing that dropped besides the word and yeah, and I was like, I'll be damned. Well, when this whole thing went down with the in in Romania, mm -hmm. all you kept hearing was the most searched individual of twenty twenty two. Right? So, by you even on the news saying that, the person who does not know who he is, about to go search. Pick up their phone and is about to go search. Who the fuck is so that? No, you're not, you're, not, you're not killing that movement at all. I mean, the only, the only thing left to do is just silence him, I, I would say. And if they want to silence, they'd have to silence him. But that, you know what I mean? Oh, this, what kind of science are you talking you, about? Conspiracy theory? <laughs> Conspiracy theory. Choo, choo. Okay. Um, but again, is he, is he forming a hydra? Is, is, is it a hydra thing at this point where you cut off one head, another head is, is just around the corner to pop up? Do you think it's at that stage yet? Might be. But I think with him and his intelligence... He doesn't reveal too many cards and stuff like that. Like I remember right. one time he was he was on some show, and again, you don't know if it was fact and fiction, but it's kind of like when you have this much amount of money and influence. Yeah, I feel like it's more fact than it's fiction. So the man made a statement in one podcast he was on and said, "I'm that person they call for big shit. They call me three o'clock in the morning for extractions." Right. Never heard a regular person say that shit before. Somebody might call me three o'clock in the morning, like, "Yo, I have a car problems." Yeah. Yo, such yeah. such went to jail. Right. You got some bail money. Mm. Extractions. Yeah, I, I haven't got the extraction. I've never got. A, I've never heard nobody say that in a regular conversation. So he's like, "I'm the one." They I call I've for. never had to, you know, get out of bed besides wife, and she knows not to ask any questions because I'm on the extraction mission. <laughs> you know, when you watch the movies, <laughs> he gets the call. Okay. He doesn't say anything else. Okay. He put the phone down and get get up. 
just sued the wife just to go back and act like she don't know what's going on. Yeah, I've never been that guy. Oh, no, I'm not. No. I was like, would you at least kiss your wife goodbye? Yes. Yeah, bastard. <laughs> kiss her goodbye. Man. Okay. Yeah. Long enough? Long enough. She don't got no mono. <laughs> she ain't got none. We beat mono. We beat it. In case you didn't know, in the 90s, we beat, we beat mono. <laughs> Fucking guy. <laughs> but I look at this stuff as where, yeah, back to Tate. I feel like the Hydra level, I don't think he exposed his parts and his pawns and pieces. And I think that's what a chess master does. You don't reveal too many of mm. your moves. They try to use a lot of the stuff that he says like in public. Right. To try and crucify him. But I think it's doing more rhetoric to try and like throw some dirt on his name. Yeah. So people be like, oh, this guy's a piece of shit. But then you're going to have that one, two like individuals that kind of has like their own state of mind. Like, oh, I want to say, they're not in the group think. Right. They can think for themselves. And they'd be like, the shit he's saying is actually wrong. No, it's not. Well, okay. Let me ask you this. What do you think about this whole thing with the, um, the, the, the college professors, the, uh, I don't know what, <laughs> what you would call it, but the group of them, uh, threatening to take away, uh, Jordan Peterson's license. If he doesn't take media training, I think it's fuckery. Like my, my personal take on it, yeah. I heard it, I heard it loosely, and I shrugged my shoulders and stuff to it because I was like, in a world we live in, is hypersexualized and hypersensitive. Right. You can't talk to people with rationale anymore. No. And that's the thing that pisses me off. Right. Right? Like, I want to say, like, yeah, we joke, we, you know, satire every now and then and shit like that here. But it's kind of like, we still have substance, substantial conversations. Right. Substantial conversations can never go well with people and stuff who just want to cut off things because you're not saying it, what they like. Like, right. Yes. Right? Like, a middle ground has to be formed some space, shape, or form. When it comes to Jordan Peterson and people like that, they're just automatically, he's right wing. Right. So, no. We're not going to agree on nothing what he's saying and stuff like that. So, I'm like, can we get to it? And it's like, it's more emotion that they don't like. Yeah. And they, the constant label that they always throw out and stuff is that he doesn't like transgender people. Right. And he's like, no, I have transgender people that follow me. He said it himself. Yeah, yeah. But you're not going to hear that play, no, that part played no, out yeah, and stuff. Yeah. He says it in different interviews and stuff. He's like, I'm going to call you what you want me to call you. Right. But they still take that one clip, I think from like, what is it? Maybe 2016, 17 yeah, yes, and stuff, whatever. That, 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 that whole that's on UFT, right. on the yeah. UFT's ground and stuff, yeah. whatever. And have that and just use that and stuff to try and marinate and fry him and stuff like that. Now, I remember there's a same thing on CBC, Canadian broadcasting um, company was, um, there was a trans professor. Yeah. I guess a trans man professor and they were trying to say like oh he's not being sensitive to what he's saying and stuff he's like no but if your name is doctor whatever the hell I will call you doctor whatever yeah right I will respect you and all that type of stuff he's like what about pronouns he's like but that's a my choice thing you're going against my freedom of speech yeah so I don't want to use pronouns I want to speak in a way instead of calling you by your name right why are you going after somebody <laughs> like if he called you something out of pocket yeah you know we call them transformers or something like that because we can't use the word tra- we can't use trendy no more. 
Cause, no, we can't use Chinese. Because, <laughs> yeah, cause, cause, and I probably might get in smoke and stuff because I'm saying this stuff, but I'm looking yeah. at like, somebody said to me the other day, whatever, like, oh, what happened to your, your old car? I'm like, I think the engine seized and the tranny went and stuff as well. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say that word. Engine seas, tranny, tranny. Yeah. What do you yeah. call transmissions? Yeah, because I mean, stuff? I'm I'm sorry. We've been using tranny for to cars? represent transmissions since the dawn of time. But then, then their argument and stuff is that you know better, so now you got to do better. But what am I saying? Is <laughs> well, my my car still has a transmission. That's so nicknamed. They, tranny. they want you to say transmission. <laughs> The nickname, they, they threw it out. The rules will constantly change for Always. special for conversation Always. and everything like that. And I think the thing stuff is they they hate that is it, they, and I want to say the, 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 the they, them, but it's either Oxford or Webster recently changed their definition for women. Oh. It's, it's, it's one of them. I don't know what the new definition is, but I, I've heard. Change in 2022? It, yeah. What is a woman? <laughs> <laughs> We're leave that there. We leave that there. Leave that there. Uh, let's get to a little, one more point I wanted to kind of get across and see where your mind is and stuff. Mm. I think it's a good vital information. When you win, everybody wants to celebrate with you. When you lose, do they pick you up from your loss? Why is it that that doesn't happen a lot? It's kind of like smooth gets on and stuff like that. Yeah. You live in a fire life. I just, you know, bring my leeching ass, my freeloading ass over. Like, yeah, popping bottles, bitches. That's what we do. That's what we do around here. And then when everything falls to shit. Yeah. <sighs> but you know what? I, I, For me, I like it that way. That they vanish when, they, when everything because, goes? Because I know, because the real, ones don't, the real ones don't vanish, though. The real ones are there to pick you up. The real ones are there to pick you up, and that's where you, you you just you see you see it clear as day. Yeah, you see it clear as day, and it's like okay. Now I know moving forward, starting this program all over again because the, the it it don't stop. It's, it's not a quitting moment. It's moving on. But now you realize all that support that you were getting from everybody else. Was the support because they seen something in it for themselves and not necessarily support for what you were really doing. So, okay. You're on, you're up, you fall. Mm -hmm. The real ones, you know, when the dust settles and the smoke clears, they're still there. The real ones are there when you fall. The real yeah, ones, the real, yeah, the the real ones, ones yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. After yeah. you fall and stuff, whatever, yeah. and the dust settles and stuff, whatever, now you're on your way to climb right back up and stuff, yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. But I'm even talking before the dust settles. They're, they're there. Yo, nigga. Yeah. Let's get this dust off you. Yeah. And when the dust settles, they're there. All right, so what's next? What's what we, next? What are we doing next? So now you go, you rise again. Right. And when you rise again and stuff like that, does that change your view, your viewpoint and stuff on other people? Like even new people. Like the old people, you said, that said, fuck you. You're telling fuck you to them and stuff too? Right. Does this change your view on newer people? It won't change my view on newer people. Because I'm about to say, you can't fry them with those yeah, orals. Yeah, exactly. Exa exactly. Because this is your you second can't. time around. You can't. And the, the new people might be just as genuine as the real ones. That part. That's a part of stuff I'm trying to like. That's what I'm trying to get yeah. at, whatever. Because I think I look at it as where you win the lotto, 
Right. You're up. The lotto's at like 1.3 billion the other day, mm-hmm. like millions and stuff like that. You're up. You win this lotto and stuff like that. You buy everybody a house or take care of the peoples and shit like that, whatever. Shit, it's the fan of stuff that like, you know, your money is kind of dwindling and everything like that. So you start to, you know, be like, all right. And everybody's looking at you like, fuck you. Yeah. No, 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 the fuck you thing and stuff. You'd be like, yo, I, I, I was up. Yeah. You told me to lend, loan you $5,000 and then after you get successful with this business, you throw it back to me in 10000 and stuff like that and you didn't do that. Right. They still tell you to fuck you. Now, you're hurting. You're in that situation of the hurt and you're more concerned and stuff like, I helped all these people but no one's willing to help me when I'm down. Right. What's your state of mind and stuff in that moment? Oh man, you feel bad. You feel low, man. I think I think I th- I think I right there. You feel low, but again, that shows you they they were never meant to rock with you in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you you might have a feeling of regret of even putting them in positions because it's clear that they didn't think they didn't think about you the same way. You have to hug that. Yeah, you have to you have to hug it. Right? It's clear that they didn't think of you in that in in those regards. It sucks. But it's a, it's less it's a lesson learned. Fair. Then you gotta learn it. It's it's you learn it then when you can cut your losses and move on, as opposed to them continuously leeching on you and you never learning that lesson for the, for you to stop the leeching. Well said. Well said. You're wise beyond your years, right, kind sir. Because you were you were seventies baby. I'm a seventies baby and it's grace for nothing. I didn't kiss in my early my early years. Bag of shite. <laughs> Get to a question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week. Which is more important to you? Happiness or contentment? Mm, happiness. Ooh, talk about it. Um, I think if I'm happy, I can be content with anything. Now I can't do it the other way though. I can't be content and there's it's the, the contentness is not bringing me any form of happiness. I'm just at that point you're just going through the motions so now if we're going by dictionary standards mm-hmm. happiness is more of a moment mom- momentary kind of thing contentment is more of a steady flow right so I would take contentment over happiness you would take contentment over happiness because my thing is if I have a steady flow of like satisfaction right and then I have a little wave of like you know like a good time or a great time a great moment or something like that yeah and it's that I'm okay with that. Now, if you have no contentment, right, and you're just living low and you just wait for these bursts of happiness, I always feel like those people are always chasing a dragon, chasing that high. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Because it's kind of like you're 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 waiting for another eureka moment like this. Yeah, but it might never happen like this ever again. But you know what? I guess that's where I guess that's why I differ because I I never had that mindset that it never happens again. I'm always I'm always of the mindset of seven times rise, seven times fall. Whereas it's it and that's it's it's more of a it's it's more than a, a metaphoric thing, right? Mm. Because even like if you if you study like the hermetic principles, mm. one of the principles is is rhythm, right? The the ebb and flow. If it goes out, it's gotta come back. Hmm. If it comes back in, it's got to go back out. Contentment is 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 part of that, right? It's just like how you're saying, like if 
you can go, you can ride with the ups, you can ride with the downs. You can ride with the ups, you can ride with the downs. But there's that middle ground mm. where it, it just, it's, it stays, stays constantly. Correct. So I'm like, well, I'll go chase the happiness because I, I know there's going to be sad days. I know there's going to be bad days, but it's the mindset that I'm going to carry with it through those times. Right. And if you know, if, if again, if you're out in the, in the middle of the ocean and you know the wave is coming in, you brace yourself for the wave. Correct. Right? If you know, it's, if you, if you, know you want to go out in the ocean where you brace yourself for the wave and when the wave has come out, you let the wave take you out into the ocean. So that's how I always look at things. I was like, for every disappointment, there's a reason. There's got to be a reason. Mm. It's never going to stop me from doing what, I, what I'm doing. My purpose in life is to be happy and enjoy the shit out of it because I don't know what stop is next. So, you know what? Let me make let me make the most of it. I don't want to be content because I feel like if I'm, if I'm content, mm-hmm. I'm always gonna be having the, the the notion or the thought in my head: What if I did this? Or what if more? What if what if I move myself beyond contentment? I won't know that if I just stay content. I feel like a lot of people still put the contentment and stuff with settling. Yeah, and people don't like that S word. No, they people don't. They, like they don't. Word. They don't like. People don't like that S word. They don't like settling, and modern women don't like the word submit. But those are two S words <laughs> that, like you know, you can piss off the modern woman with today. He said that. It's like that <laughs> now. Is what you gonna do? Shit, you had me at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I relinquish that statement. No, I'm take that. Fuck that. I let it ride. I look at it as if it's where there's a level of um, happiness. Yeah. I feel like happiness is a fleeing thing. Mm-hmm. And I think if we were content, you can brace for the happiness and stuff. Like, I feel like, like I said, like, I have it like on a, on a graph or a chart, like regular life. Right. Contentment. Right. So then when you get these happiness moments and stuff, whatever, I want to say you're probably just scra- scraping over the contentment level. You know what, but if you're here. You know what contentment's like? Contentment's like, um, like like uh, like we were talking about the the Capricorn the the tropic of Capricorn the tropic of Cancer oh, in, yeah. into yeah, the yeah, bad yeah, lines yeah 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 yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah we're just it ain't gonna go too far here it ain't gonna go ever past it right there it's gonna stay right there and dance around the equator and you know those people are the happier people <laughs> yes <laughs> you know they're the happy people the motherfuckers <laughs> is not content they over there happy and smiling no matter how hard life might be yeah, that, they that. still want that smile mm-hmm. and they keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. The settling thing, the settle, settling or contentment word that they do with the words association between them. Right. I don't know who's baked it into most people's minds and stuff, whatever, but you don't, you're not all, not all of us are going to be, I'm going to say great at everything. No. And I think certain people, it's going to be a tough reality for certain people and stuff, whatever. I feel like certain people have to make peace and say to themselves and stuff like, yo, like, motherfuckers might think they're a, a 10. Yeah. Right? They might just think they're a 10. Yeah. They think they deserve a 10 or 11 or a 12 of a person. Right. If they really and truly break down like their personality, their character, their looks, you know, break it down to like minute detail. Yeah. Would they still really believe that they're a 10? Uh, probably not. Exactly. Probably not. So now if they, say if they luck up and stuff, whatever, let's say they realize coming to realization and stuff, whatever, they're, a 6.5 and stuff like that, right? Right. 
you're not really worthy of a 10. Would an eight be something wrong? It's still higher than what you still, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But then some people look at it like, why I gotta settle for the eight? I don't wanna sound like a woman. Why do I have to settle for an eight? Because you know what I'm saying? Because I've been deep, Mark. <laughs> no, because I want because He doesn't mean you women. I don't, don't, I don't mean all. He does, he doesn't. Some, some. 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 So I look at this stuff as like that contentment, the settlement, and everything like that. Like, no. The older I get, I realize stuff like the happiness moments and stuff. Mm-hmm. I cherish those things on a, on a whole nother level. Oh, for because sure. when they come, I want to say, maybe because I'm so content with life. You're right. And I know everything is like, my contentment and stuff, I guess, is not really flat plane like this. It's kind of like, <laughs> like a hill kind of way going <laughs> up. Because that's the way I choose to live my life. Right. To write these chapters and stuff in the book of Marv. Right. It's going like this. So then when the happiness comes and stuff, whatever. I'm even more ecstatic and more appreciative of it. Of it. Do I try and chase those dragons and stuff like that? Probably not. Because let's say, at um, when was your big birthday thing you had here at that time? Was it a few years ago? 2021? Uh, Yeah. That was your, what birthday was that? That was, I think my 45th. Do you think every birthday party you're going to have is going to be... Packed with people like that, lit with people like that, and that's what I'm saying. Some people will still chase the stuff that high. Be like, my first, my 45th birthday, I had all these people here, barbecue, drinking, fun, family. Yeah, your 50th might not have that. No, are you gonna be upset now that your 50th wasn't like your 45th? No, I wouldn't be upset. Some people would be. Yeah, and that's what I'm. That's that's what I'm really honing into. Whatever, like it's okay to be content when you get these happiness moments. Cherish them. Live in it, embrace it, go through it. When you come off that wave, like I said, happiness is a is a momentum type type of thing, a moment, right? Momentarily right. thing. It's okay to be content when you come off that happiness wave. Yeah, yeah. And that's what that's the TED talk, the Fred talk that Marv has to say, like how not your average trying to lynch my ass after we talked about roots and all that bad shit earlier. <laughs> I come in with chains and whips. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're rappers and everything and everybody's whips and chains again. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's get to the Ask the Sons. First Ask the Sons of the Week comes from Ja Brown. What's quietly went a- what quietly went away without anybody noticing? Mono. <laughs> that went away. I didn't notice because I was never into it in the first place. <laughs> I was never worried. He's lip. <laughs> you know, you remind me of you remind me of one of those older people that just live in the mask. They'd be like, "You're outside." No, no, I'm wearing this mask. <laughs> we beat Mono. You can kiss now. No. Um, you know what we were talking about the other day, and. Here in Canada, the penny's gone. Penny. Yeah. When's the last time you you've you've thought of you even thought about that? A penny or pennies just, or Canadian penny? Just just spending having pennies on you, like. Well, I go to America all the time. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. And penny's still in rotation. Right. And stuff. Okay. It's just a burn when it when you got to come back with it because like mm. when you when you're tapping into your change and shit like that, you're looking like. 
fuck, we don't even use pennies in Canada no more. <laughs> right. So most of the time, I like to try to empty out my pockets. Like if I'm staying with family and friends and everything like that. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you got more use of these than I do. So yeah, I leave my pennies. Because I was a couple days ago when I went when I went to go look for, for my aunt and I was speaking to um, Kelsey and, and Camuel. They they had brought they, they had brought it up and it's like I was like my mind hasn't even been on pennies since since they phased them out since they phased them since they talk, the talk about phasing them out because even at that point I was so used to just using my bank card for certain things just having regular cash at hand pennies was never really part of part of the mix no I always had like a little bottle or jar yes. And like in the car and stuff in the ashtray thing, because I, I I'm not one to smoke in the car. Right. So I've always like kind of used that area to like hold like the small change or all other things and stuff like that, right? So so funny where I think one day I had a penny bottle and stuff in the house. I think I can't remember, I think 2015, they were probably gone. 2014, 2015, around right that time. And I remember I was filling the bottle. And I had the bottle of stuff like almost damn near to the top. And then I was like, oh shit, I got some stuff in the car. And I went there, cleaned out that change and stuff like that too. And when I took it to the bank, the lady's like, because they had the machine, like a coin star yeah. machine. And she's like, oh, you're in luck because we were just getting ready to get rid of this machine and stuff, whatever, tomorrow. So I was like, for real, for real? She's like, yeah. So I made use of it. And I think I told like, you know, um, the wife at the time and stuff. And I'm like, yo, whatever you got, wherever, Today's the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So other, other than that, they're just now giving you different type of banks that might have it. Right. And then they're all gone. Yeah. So yeah. even a place where that Coinstar thing and stuff wasn't a bank, yeah. I went back to that TD. That's it. This is open space. They probably put brochures there. I wonder what they did with all those. Do you think they just probably just melted, melted them all down? I mean, copper can go far. Yeah. Within wirings and everything yeah. like that. So I feel like copper goes... Well, nickel itself, nickel and cobalt, that's in used in most of the metals and guns. So they're never going to fall short of stuff on that. I don't know. Are the loonies fully gold coins? Mm. Or are they like gold plated type? I don't even I don't even think there's any elements of gold in them. Oh, so they're just that color. Yeah. Gotcha. It's an interesting question. I'll check it out. But I don't think there's any gold in them. Okay. Next question comes from UPS Bully. What is too old for 30? What is too old for 30? Mm, for somebody who's 30 years old. Dating-wise or? In general. Just, just in general. Just blanket. What's too old for 30? Crying about a past relationship. No, I'm just... no it's, I... it's never too old. <laughs> really? It's, it's never too old. Really? Growing man to cry. Growing men are crying out here. But, but about <laughs> a past, past relationship? Grown men are crying out here for past relationships. Some grown men that they, they grown men need fucking therapy. Listen, I remember when I was again nineteen and twenty, and we used to go to. Um, you keep saying like shout, it sound like a fucking year. Shout, shout <laughs> ages of nineteen and twenty. There shout you out go. to Mister Blacks. Um, his his uh pops had a, um a fish market, and at the bottom of the fish market, they would like keep like basement jams, right? Yeah. And so when we would go there, we would be at the age of 19, 20, right? But it's just like a mixed crowd. So you had anywhere from people like in their 50s in there, all the way down to young, young to our age, right? Mm. 
and we would see like, you know, like the older men in their 40s trying to dance with the, 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 the hot young 20-somethings. And we would always say to myself, say to ourselves, I do not want to be that man at 40 coming to the club looking for some young girl to dance with. I gotta be, I have to have somebody of my own by then. Because I said that too. They're not dancing with it. They're not getting the dances. And when they leave, they're leaving home lonely by themselves. Who, the old man? The old man. Shit. You tell me about his benefits. You <laughs> <laughs> tell about how, how much can, accounts. Now you can talk about his benefits accounts. and how much, how much accounts you got. And everything like that. Shit. If it's too pay move, kind of different and stuff, whatever, then might, like, yeah. He might be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, but other than that, shit, I think he still might even bag him. But 30, that's, I don't know what's much you can't do now. At the age I think 30. for me, for 30 and stuff, whatever, like, to carrying over, like, past traumas that happened, like, in your childhood, right. you should probably dealt with before you got to 30. By the time you hit 30? Because my thing and stuff is that even, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from a place where I've never been molested. Right. And everything like that in those kind of regards. And some people probably went through those horrific years in their life. Yeah. But if that was your childhood. Right. From, like, we'll say, from 0 to 17, you have to be part of your own rescue. You got to go see therapy. You got to go do deal with some of this. Yeah. If you keep taking this from your 20s to your 30s to your 40s, you're fucking up the possible proper view of how your world could have been. Yeah, yeah. When you finally decide to do it, like how long are you going to sweep something underneath the rug? How many, how many people do you think really understand trauma though to the point where they can recognize, okay, this is, this is something that's affecting my life and then I got to go seek help to change that? Uh... Individual base and stuff, whatever, I'd probably say one out of maybe 10. Yeah. But the thing is stuff is that I think the same one out of 10. Right. They're not vocalizing. They're still, okay. I was so you say, can't, they're still not acting on, acting on it. Right. You right. can't hear what you don't reveal. So it's right. kind of like, oh, this is foreign to me. Hey, not your average. Do you, when you were little, did you ever get, you know, fondled by your uncle or something like that? You look like, no. Right. And you're like, yeah, he got fondled and went with him all the time and stuff. You're like, no. And then it takes a, like a, a, a worthy, kind-hearted, non-judgmental type of person to be like, buddy, right? something happened to you. Right. That right. doesn't happen to the average. Yeah. I was with a a friend of a friend, right? I'll tell you off the air and stuff and yeah. everything like that, whatever. But it was wild to me. The man's like, Oh, he was showing some photos of him younger and everything like that. And it's like, and it was his aunt holding him up. Right. And he's like, yeah, my aunt used to always be like, oh, you got your dangling out, whatever, I'm going to suck it. Pardon? How I'm like, in the photo, he was two. Wow. I said, your aunt says she's going to, he's like, yeah, that's just the thing. Your family was like, no. No. <laughs> and then when, when, when we said the nose like that, whatever, he felt the type of way. So I'm looking like, Oh shit, he didn't realize the trauma. Right, right. So now I try to make change of the of the of the subject. Of the conversation, yeah. Of the conversation and stuff. Then I went back to him, like I think I caught him in the kitchen or to the side and be like, yo, my man, like, that's not really normal. That's child molestation. Right. Right? He said, Oh, but in our culture, I'm like, your culture. That is not what we do here in North America. Right. And right. he's looking like, 
And then somebody else came and they we were having like those secret whispering because it was like a group of people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we're having this, this convo and stuff. And like, like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah, like you can run a Google search on that yourself and stuff and see that's not a normal thing. Right. And then he kind of like the light bulb finally went off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You can't hear what you don't reveal because you you probably turned everything, your traumas into normalcy. Right. And, and and that's why I asked, like, how many, how many do you think really recognize it as trauma and not it being some form of normalcy? Yeah. Because I remember I had a situation where I went out with some friends from school. Right. right? And they were not, I think there was one other black person and stuff like that, but I don't even think this person even grew up in the hood. Okay. Right. We went somewhere and like we were in a club district and stuff like that. Gunshots rang out. Yeah. Bomb, 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 bomb. Crowd scatters. Right. Right. So everybody's going ballistic and stuff, whatever. And I see, it was like five of us in total. I see three of them and stuff looking like, I'm like, yo, come against this wall. So right. Lean against this wall and stuff, whatever. Right. Trust. We got to get that. Lean against the damn wall. They saw the crowd surge because people are not running the streets and everything and stuff like that. Right. And then people just went ballistic and people are falling in the streets. Trample. And then people got stepped on. One girl, she actually, her friends had to pick her up and I guess take her to the hospital because she got stepped on that much that like she even coughed up blood. Mm. And they're like, how do you know this and stuff? Whatever. I grew up in a hood where they bust off shots on the regular. We, we know the protocol. <laughs> we know the protocol. <laughs> we know the protocol. They're like, that's not normal. When they said it, I'm like, you're absolutely right. right. Yeah. Yeah. But survival mode kicked in. Yeah. I'm like, and it's normal to us. It's normal to us. Right. So my trauma and stuff, whatever, like, yes, I've normalized it to like, it's now a survival thing. And most people, they probably just take it like, well, it happens to the rest of us and it's just going to continue on. Like, no, this is blocking you from being great. Yeah. This is something like, why aren't you great and stuff? Like, why aren't you the place where you, where you should be? Hmm. We always say, you don't get what you, you don't get what you ask, we get what you deserve. It's funny because, I mean, so th- by, by the time they hit 30, then that's, that should be something that's... Yeah, they, that's something they have to they examine and look at and stuff, whatever, right, right? Right. Like, I look at it stuff as where, for myself, am I in dire need of stuff of therapy? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but am I shunning therapy? Fuck no. Yeah. I can't wait to go to therapy. I'm trying to treat therapy like it's it's a Dubai trip. Right, right. My For myself, personally, and right. stuff, whatever, right? I look at it stuff as that I've been blessed. And this is this is me and my contentment, whatever. I've been blessed with individuals and stuff, people like you in my life. So other people and stuff like the, the list will go on, like your wife, including my girl. Yeah. Tons of people. Yeah. Right? I've been blessed with a life and stuff that one, I'm a vocal person. Right. And if I don't get something and stuff like that, my God, put people like you and other individuals and stuff and like, you know what? Marv, if you don't know it, this person might not. And Ask. if not, they don't know right, it, right. they'll point you to the proper reveal. direction. Reveal. You can't hear what you don't reveal. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and I don't, if if I'm lost on something and stuff, whatever, some of my new things, I'll ask you. Yeah. If I don't know something, I, I ask. Yeah. I legit like witnessed this past week and stuff, whatever. I had a conversation to somebody about um. Who plays for the Heat? What's his name? Victor um, Ola, uh, Oladipo. Oh, yes. Right? Remember when he was playing in Indiana? Right. They called him what? Home Depot. Right. So I was like, yeah, I was watching the, the Heat game and stuff, whatever. Home Depot, he kind of slacked off. And the person's there nodding their head like, one other person's like, yo, 
Home Depot. I'm like, yo, Victor, all the day. That's what they call him. Home Depot. He's like, oh yeah. The person's like, I didn't know who you were talking about, but I just kept nodding my head. <laughs> them. <laughs> they're the problem. They're yeah. the them they. Yeah. They're the problem. Yeah, they're the problem. If you don't know something, ask. Yeah. What are you afraid of? To, to look stupid? I, I I ask for everything. Man. I is is especially if you if if you especially if you're putting it out there for like an, an opinionated response. Mm. I was like, well, I can't respond to what you just posted or what you put up there because I don't know, but clearly this has some sort of meaning or to you for you to post it. So let me ask you what it's about. You know, ten, nine times, I want to say eight times out of ten. Eight yeah. times out of ten, most of the people in some regurgitation don't even know. I feel like that, mm-hmm. like I said, with the Kyrie thing. Right. The Kyrie thing, I felt like he saw the name and it was a powerful type of name and stuff like that. And I don't think he watched it at that time. No. But with all that steam and all that smoke that came with it and everything, he probably be like, let me watch this shit to see right. why people are upset. Right, right. And that's, that's most of the times they don't know shit about nothing. But they'll claim like they do. Yeah. Because <laughs> those claims are wild. Wild. <laughs> those claims were wild. Good question, UPS bullies. Good you question. spawned a whole brand new segment. Last question comes from Polar Bear for a pet. Oh, I did. I, I like this question when I seen it. If you were to marry the person you lost your virginity to, how would your life be right now? I don't know. It's been so far removed, that person. And the funny thing is, I, 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 we talk. Like, not like like talk, talk, but you know what I mean? Like, we, we're Facebook friends. Mm. And every now and then, like, we'll comment on each other's posts. Mm. But it's it's never gone past that. So to to tell you how, like, their life has, like, how how it unfolded, did you like did you like what you saw about their life? Like how it unfolded? Would it be something that you well, could have saw saying, yourself? It's not something that I I I I I know to a full extent to say No, from, know, from what person, you can see. From what I but I d I don't see much. Oh, you don't you know see what I'm much. saying? It's just like they're they're not a person to post like their life like that. You know what I mean? Like mm. um So she might keep you in the back and beat you. Just that, that, when you that come might, home from that work. That might be it. Because she ain't showing off like the new boo and everything that like that. That might be it. Hey, why you come home? You're supposed to be here. 601, the latest. Why the fuck you walking 608? Well, I just, now we can't post it on the damn social media because I got to give you a black eye. in front of that camera. Right. <laughs> I think for me, my person and stuff, um, I seen her. Yeah. She actually follows me on, on the gram and stuff, whatever. And okay. everything like that. Yeah. I want to reserve comments because I think she knows that I have a podcast. <laughs> so, you're a lovely person. You're a lovely person. We're just different people now. Yeah. The end. The end. <laughs> See, I'm not an asshole that yeah, everybody you know. makes me out to be. No, you know. Off air. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we, we got some stuff to discuss. We got some stuff to discuss. But I don't think the, I don't think that world would have probably been. Popping off to that extent, but I think possibly a divorce would have probably popped off. Like I'd have been married then divorce, because from what I know of her now, right. and what I know of myself and everything like that, I don't think I would have probably welcomed the change and stuff as much. Okay, because I want to say 
me, I'm open to do a lot of things. I'm adventurous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like food, places, all that type of stuff. And and I don't want to say she's close-minded and stuff with her, but maybe I might be her form of contentment. Because her thing True. and stuff is that like, I'm good with just this. Right. Why do you got to go do that? Right. Right? And I was like, nothing's really guaranteed. It's always good to have a backup plan. Your first time having sex, right? And with this person. I kissed, by the way. I know you did. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how you said question. that. I don't like how you That's said that. That's not a question. Maybe to a kissing slut. Do you think, um, was it was it having sex for the experimentation or was it having sex because you felt for the person? Because I think that, that that's what's going to make a difference in a question like this. Yes. And I, I feel like for my case and stuff, whatever, it was a little bit of both. Okay. Now, I can't swear for like the people who probably just lost theirs to like a virginity taker. Right. Right. Because right. like some people just like specialize in just taking virginities mm-hmm. and stuff. And I think in my case, we were in a relationship. We were in a relationship and stuff like that. She done did these things and stuff before. Yeah. And then she kind of looked at me like, look, man. We're about to be grown ass people. We need to do grown ass shit. Man, up. that needs to go into this. Yeah, man, the fuck up. Yeah. So she I was like, heart start racing. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But everybody's around now, right, 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 and everything. So she's like, let's cut school. I was like, when no one's around, I was like, it's go time. <laughs> It was a hell. Of, it was a good amount of anxiety, right? But got the task done and stuff like that. But then, then again, it was something where after that first time and stuff, whatever, we kind of got into habit of doing it, mm-hmm. whatever, right? And I just can constantly just kind of enjoy doing it with her, right? And then when I think she moved, so she moved out of state. Got it. Okay. So when she moved out of state now, yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't do this fun stuff with her no more. So, here comes a new challenger. You see, you were there. You were there. <laughs> yeah, so, I think from there and stuff, whatever, it was my my situation with her was right. more of that, that I was in a relationship and I, I'm like that. Okay. I'm loyal to the soil. Yeah. Right, and then when I realized and stuff that like, all right, that ain't the case. Now I know some dudes and stuff whatever that probably done been with. I know a few dudes that actually been with some professionals, mm-hmm. and to I, to imagine them answering this question, they're probably looking like I probably would have beat her, <laughs> or I probably would have been in jail, <laughs> right, or right, something like that, right. whatever, right? But yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's a context behind it, but only you know your world. This is true. That's it. That's it. We hooray, Pasha! Today is the day. We are here. <clears throat> Let's wrap this up with Associated Sons this week. All right. Associated Sons this week and stuff. To the dyslexic folk, it was posted. <laughs> it was posted. It was posted. Yeah. But we thought you might need the new year, new inflection in the voices. Right. Thank and the reasoning and the logic behind it. Yeah. So I mean, and, and and some may not follow the page was posted on. Exactly, so this, this, this might is be true. Fresh. This might this be is fresh. true. So if you're not on the Facebook or the Instagram, this would miss you. But if you're listening, 
we're, we're there and don't hesitate to come by, join the polls and see some of the, the fun stuff, you know? I treated Eddie Murphy style where I always tell people and stuff like, hey, come to the page. Yeah. Like a few things. Get wet if you want to, you know? That's it. That's it. That's you all know? what I mean. I might make the cut for you. I might turn you on. He might turn you on. It's, hey, it's whatever. Either just, or. Just come by. Just, just come, come by. by. So say the sun this week says, regardless of strength, one beam cannot support an entire house. So, so say the sons. I feel my, this is my take on it, is that a lot of times we keep looking at, and I don't want to just always say like dad or man, but I just feel like the dad is always normally the fixer in a nuclear household. Right. Something doesn't go right, ask your father. Right. Something needs to be paid, Dad, right. you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. always and stuff and everything like And I feel like it's components and stuff. Now, there's other worlds where there's moms. It might be a single parent household or it might be the mom might be the one leading the forefront of it and everything. But I'm pretty sure that person doesn't want that whole burn it to them damn selves all the dying. time. Yeah. We need to have something in place to know for the fact that we are a team and we're going to do this and stuff together. Yeah. We're going to share some of this, this burden, share some of this weight. We're going to get this shit done. Right. Because we're a team. Yeah. A lot of times when it tends to go to that person, I feel like resentment forms and then they go, they want to stop performing and functioning like a team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if you just visualize it, like the one pillar holding up the foundation of the house. Jeez. Looking at all the other pillars, just chilling, doing nothing. Holding a plant. <laughs> just doing nothing. Piss off. Yeah. Yeah. Piss off. I see it. I see it. So yeah, that's it. We are here, folks. We, we are, are here. here. We bring this to you. This is at the end, my friends. Take it away, not your average Joseph. <laughs> Once again, folks, that's thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember, like, comment, subscribe on all platforms. PodcastSons.com. We are there. All streaming platforms. Search Particle Sons Podcast. We are there. YouTube. You can see these faces. And once again, thank you for listening to Particle Sons. Remember, the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. Peace. Peace and love. The Particle Sons with not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous.